special edition of the American Scouser podcast. It is a special edition because we do have a special guest with us today. Uh, this is part of our series where we talk to the local officially licensed supporter clubs th throughout the U.S., get more information about them so that you're more familiar with them as well. So today we have Graham Matthews, the founder of the Albuquerque Supporter Club. Uh, Graham, thank you for joining us. You're very welcome. Great to talk with you. Well, I figured, like, for starters, uh, we'll talk a little bit about you, give the listeners some backgrounds, uh, not to throw you under the bus right off the bat and, like, have you revealed your age or anything, but uh, sure. so how long have you been a Liverpool fan and, you know, what made you become a Liverpool fan for starters? Well, I've been a Liverpool fan essentially as long as I can remember, since childhood. Um, so I was born in, I uh, grew up till age 11 in Ireland, in uh, Dundalk, County Louth in Ireland, which for any of the older, well, I'll say more senior Liverpool supporters may know, um, one of our old club captains, Steve Staunton, hails from my hometown of Dundalk. Um, so became a fan at a young age. I wouldn't even be able to say seven, eight, nine, somewhere in there. And um, partially just because it's my the club that your father supports. So that's how I got introduced. And, and then there was our local hometown connection with, uh, you know, a big Liverpool player in the late 80s into the 90s. Um, so that's how I started out as a Liverpool supporter. So how long have you been in the U.S.? So I've been in, I've been in the U.S. since age 11. Um, so that puts me, we'll just say a little over 30 years here. We'll, we'll leave it a little vague like that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, then here's a good question. I mean, I'm sure like over the years, because I know I've noticed um, being a Liverpool fan or heck, I mean, being a fan of the sport in general uh, has changed a lot, especially over the last decade with Internet and probably more like local. So, I mean, uh, having seen it progress over the years, uh, how would you rate uh, the ease of being a Liverpool fan here in the U.S.? The ease is... These has changed drastically. Um, when I first moved here, it would have been late 80s. And there essentially would have been really no way to know. There, this was, you know, pre-internet. Um, satellite was a thing for the rich where you had a dish in your backyard that took up half the yard. Um, wasn't accessible to, to the regular person. So it would be through phone calls or checking in with friends and relatives back home, you know, maybe every few weeks just to see how the team was doing. So as compared to today, there's no comparison at all. I mean, I can watch Liverpool live on my telephone uh, and then just the accessibility through satellite. And um, it's just changed so dramatically that it's, a, it's as if I were back home still, the, the ease which with, with which you can follow the team. So it's been amazing in that sense, the, the change over the years. And how did the, you know, forming the, the official Liverpool Sporter Club come about? So um, I've been, we moved straight to Albuquerque when I was 11 years age, of age, Albuquerque, New Mexico. And, you know, a smaller, smallish town in the southwest of the United States. And um, so initially it was just a thing of, well, I'm a Liverpool fan, but that's really just in my own heart. There is, there wasn't really a community to really identify with in those days. And over time, I've, I've lived in a few different cities. I've lived in 
uh, Denver, Colorado. I lived in the Bay Area and San Francisco. And really branching out more, I, I did discover, okay, there, there are official supporters clubs or at least groups of people who are gathering to do what they can to watch the games. And even this is 10, 15 years ago where it was still a little more difficult, but possible. And so I relocated back here to Albuquerque. And, you know, being a Southwestern state, there's, there is certainly a soccer culture here that I really just had to realize and tap into a little better. Um, I tuned into a, a Facebook group here that was a general soccer fans banter group, if you will. Um, and I was in there for a while, and then I realized that I could start to identify who supported which clubs. And I said, okay, there's at least eight or ten Liverpool supporters in here that I can identify, that I know are local. And so I thought, just for the fun of it, this was in 2015, let's form my own little Liverpool Facebook group just to banter amongst ourselves and just see how many people there really are. That's how it started, just with five or six people that I knew were Liverpool supporters for sure. And then just decided, okay, more and more people started coming out of the woodwork. And just I put it on all the social media platforms. And uh, it has really just blown up, to be quite honest. And I'm sure part of it is the accessibility of, of the game. But also I feel the appeal of Liverpool specifically, which I've always known has been a big thing globally. Um, but really had no idea that there were so many people in this very town um, that are there just waiting to be found. And that's the thing that I would say to anyone thinking about doing this is do it. Start your own little group. Even if it's just a few people, you'll feel like it's just a few people and they will just start to come out of the woodwork if you put it out there. It's really amazed me, to be quite honest. And like, what are some activities that you guys do? Do you, I'm assuming you guys meet at a certain location to watch games and things like that. But do you do anything other stuff where, like, you know, the fans get together, you know, for like, you know, charity or stuff like that? Yeah. So yes. we'll, we'll of course have all of our match day um, events. We've I've been lucky enough to find a, a dedicated um, location, a, a brew pub here in town that's actually already heavily involved in the soccer community here in Albuquerque. Um, but so obviously we get together for all of our matches for the bigger matches where we know we'll get greater numbers. Um, we've partnered with our um, venue uh, with certain charities in town to, to, uh, to host fundraisers and things like that. Um, you know, for there's a local soccer foundation to help children who pay, who can't afford to pay for a club soccer. Um, there's, we've had a few homeless food drives, uh, sock drives, things like that. Um, and if there are other supporters of other clubs who haven't really organized well yet, who need a venue to know that they know they'll be able to come and watch their game when they're playing Liverpool, then we, we open our doors and let them come in and, uh, you know, we'll make something bigger out of it, like have a food drive or uh, um, some other type of fundraiser like this. Um, so we do those type of things through the season. Um, and then, of course, in the off-season, um, you know, this coming summer, in fact, in a few weeks, there's the North American tour, the U.S. tour that Liverpool are are participating in. So there's uh, numbers of us going together um, to those games. And uh, we want to be represented there and make sure people know that we're around and that uh, we exist and that we participate in those events as well. Um, we'll have the occasional socials as well, just between ourselves and things like that. But um, it really just does turn into a family that, you never knew was there 
and uh, the bond is just great that comes from it. So whether it be just between ourselves or doing something for another cause um, outside of ourselves, it's all it's all very worthwhile. Yeah, that is awesome. I mean, there's something to be, you know, and that's kind of like why we started American Scouser. That's why we started the Facebook group about, you know, being with other Liverpool fans, you know, the shared, the common shared passion and everything like that. But to be able to convert that uh, for like doing something positive for the community while you're, you know, still like connecting with other Liverpool fans, that's pretty awesome. So how many members do you guys have or is there like a certain count or how does that work? So we have, uh, estimating actually now, we have um, dedicated core members, um, about 150. Um, we do have people that are in the uh, Facebook group who might be out of towners who've passed through who want to keep up with our events for if they're back in town or things like that. So our Facebook group has uh, actually 280 altogether. Um, but uh, as far as actual um, core members who are in town and participate regularly and things like that, around about 150. So uh, I guess, I mean, that's the beauty of it. I guess there's no set prototype of a Liverpool fan. It's like all coming from like different ways and how they became fans and stuff. But have you seen like an increase in recent years in terms of like, you know, the more interest the club gets or has, been, has it been like steady throughout? It's, it's been fairly steady all along. Now, obviously, as we know in recent seasons, Liverpool's success trajectory has been increasing as well. So it's, it's a little hard to separate those out and say if, it's, if this is just happening anyway, just because more Liverpool supporters are becoming aware of us, or if just there is greater interest in Liverpool as a team to follow because of their increasing success and appeal and all of that. Um, I like to think it's a mixture of both uh, because clearly, I mean, more and more people are going to be coming out if your team is doing well. I mean, as much as we may hate to say that, um, but the way that, that Liverpool have been progressing over the, the last several seasons has certainly made more people excited and want to come out and, and follow them. Um, although I do, the more and more people that I talk to that we, um, that come into the fold, so to speak, have been long-term Liverpool fans, uh, more than just in the last few years, let's say. Um, and so I know that they've been out there as well. So as I say, it's a little bit of a mixture of both, I would say. But certainly it's finding people that have been Liverpool fans and just didn't know there was uh, a common group to, to get together and watch with. And I think, yeah, internet obviously makes it a lot easier and especially like social media and everything to be able to find others so that you can like, you know, connect, like physically uh, get together and stuff like that. Uh, and I think that's been like one of the bigger challenges for fans in the past, uh, leave alone uh, finding, you know, fans of the sport, leave alone finding fans of like Liverpool. Uh, right. But <laughs> And I think, is that your biggest draw, You would you say, like how most people find the Sporter Club? I know it's always on the Liverpool's official website as well. But So it's really through, um, I participate in a few other um, soccer-based uh, social media groups in town here. Uh, Albuquerque actually just uh, this season established a USL franchise here which has actually been hugely successful um and so interacting with that with that group those groups on social media um 
they you'll often hear people say it's great that we have this local team now does anybody know where i've been a liverpool supporter or whoever supporter for whatever length of time um anyone know of if there's a place to watch these games and people will come to us that way our match day venue where we watch our games is also one of the main supporters venues for our local usl team also so people will come in for the away game watch parties they'll see all of our you know flags and scarves and things hanging on the wall they'll say oh there's a liverpool supporters club here and they'll find out about it that way it's there's just so many ways that it's been happening in the last year or two particularly putting myself and people in our group putting themselves out in these other not liverpool specific soccer um uh, social media areas, if you will, um, and just being there and then people saying, oh, I see you're wearing the Liverpool shirt or I see that your profile picture is of a Liverpool player or the crest or whatnot. And it just it just happens without doing much more than that, to be honest. So let me ask you this. Obviously, I, I would think it's a lot of work and in some ways, uh, fun work, uh, a hobby, if you will, uh, you know, to be able to found the sporter club. What has been the most rewarding part of it to you where you said, man, I'm glad I did this? The most rewarding part has been when, obviously, I think we can all agree that the biggest matches and potential events in the last few years for Liverpool have been the Champions League finals. Um, when I see our venue having to basically look the other way as far as what their fire capacity is supposed to be for the venue, <laughs> and literally I can't find a person, more people than I can count on one hand, who are not there supporting Liverpool. Um, that is an amazing thing and an amazing feeling to me. When I go back to that night when I decided on a whim to start a Facebook chat group knowing that there was a half dozen Liverpool supporters that I could identify for sure and for it to grow into this in Albuquerque, New Mexico, of all places, to have that many people turn out in unified support for this team, for Liverpool, uh, it's that's an amazing feeling. And I have to say that even last year, it was the same at the Champions League final, um, where they were past capacity and, and they were overjoyed as well because we turned it into fundraisers also. So the fact that it's grown to such a degree where it can be this many people in the same place, supporting the same team with all with the same mentality, it's, it's, it really gives me goosebumps like I can't describe. That. Yeah, that is definitely awesome to hear. I, I can tell in your voice the excitement. So. <laughs> you can, I hope, because it's there. And I, I sit back and I think sometimes, wow, how did this even happen? Because it felt like so much of it happened on its own. You know, you do things here and there and you, you make sure you're there for every game. I always make sure I introduce myself to anyone that comes in that I don't know already, that, that I haven't recognized or met before, um, because I want to make sure that people keep coming back. And that's one way that that's helped as well. Um, but it's just amazing to me. And it, for it to be something you love so much at the same time, it's just it's completely rewarding. So for those people who are listening right now and say, 
I want to be the next Graham. What would you recommend they do if they, if they want to feel the same pride that I mean, I can literally tell in your voice and, you know, be able to create something in their own community, uh, whether if it is even if it is not official or not that big, uh, what would you recommend as a starting point or ways to kind of like get things going? What I would say as a great starting point is it might start very slowly and you might feel like, is this really going to take off or not? But it will. If you start, you call it wherever you like, um, Liverpool supporters of whatever or uh, whatever city or town or area that you're in, start a Facebook group or page. We, we went with a group. Start an Instagram account. Start a Twitter account. Get yourself with a name. And then go and find other groups on those same social media outlets and follow them. And then you will start getting recommended to others as a similar organization that you might be interested in. And the, the numbers will start coming in. And you'll get people that show up that you never would have thought were there at all. But just for starters, create a social media presence as a step one step two be prepared to be involved yourself um it's probably not as big of a deal in bigger cities where and maybe not even as feasible where you might show up to a game and it's a big group and you might just go in and end up sitting by yourself to enjoy the game but you're in the atmosphere and all of that so that's fine a smaller group or startup group let's say as best you can be present and Introduce yourself and talk a little bit with any of the new people that might come in. Make them feel welcome. Make them feel they're part of something because that's really what this is all about. Being a Liverpool supporter and having a supporters group or club, however you want it to be, is being a part of something. And so make people feel that way. It might take some legwork at first. You know, find a venue that's there's always the challenge of who's willing to open at the hours that are involved depending where in the country you are, of course. But that can be challenging. But if you get to a certain critical mass first and then come to a place and say, look, we'd like to be able to, to join and, and watch our games and we can bring this many people, let's say, to the venue, those things will come in time. But step one, create a name for yourself, like something identifiable, and then put yourself out on the social media platforms. That's a, that's the best starting point, I would say, because the word gets out quickly. Uh, so over all these years, and I'm sure like the group and the kind of the unity and the things that you enjoy together will probably skew this a little bit, but what would you say is your top moment as a Liverpool fan? Um, involved with the supporters club specifically? Uh, sports clubs or as a fan, as a Liverpool fan yourself, like what would you say is one like moment that, you know, you know, you will never forget. There's a lot, well, I'm sure. but Right. Oh, yes, there is. There's a few. But one that I would say that actually inspired later ones for me personally is uh, goes back to the 2005 Champions League win. Um, I was in San Francisco at the time. This was before it, the thought would have even entered my head of 
having a Liverpool supporters club of my own or, or attempting to, to start one. Um, and just the, the atmosphere, the camaraderie and being there with that many other Liverpool supporters so far away from Liverpool or even from where I grew up, that was inspiring. And it was what stuck in the back of my head and I kept coming back to. Wouldn't it be great if I could establish something like that here? And so then that leads into a very proud moment when we actually gained official status and I was able to go to the Liverpool website and see our name and our venue on the Liverpool FC website as a global Liverpool supporters club. That was sort of the full circle for me in a way because I got that experience and that um, feeling in San Francisco for, at, for the Champions League win in 2005. And that little seed that was planted never went away. And for it to come around to a point where we were on the map, officially on the map, I thought I couldn't be prouder. And then now just how it's turned out with our attendance for big games and things like that, it just blows me away. But becoming official was a huge moment. Awesome. I mean, that's definitely great to hear. And it's like a truly inspiring story where it almost starts, yeah, on a whim and it just ends up being something so big and something that, you know, connects Liverpool fans here in the U.S., which is like awesome to hear. So obviously we're coming off of number six and heading into and then a great season in Premier League, even though they did fall a point short. Definitely an exciting and awesome season to watch. And I would consider definitely a successful season overall. As we head into the new year, do you have a specific summer wish list, something that you would like to see on the team heading into next year to get the Premier League title that we're looking for? What I would like to see first and foremost, and I really I don't see a problem with this, despite the amount of media speculation that always swirls, is keeping the core of this team intact. I think one of the less stated goals of Jurgen Klopp since he's joined Liverpool has been to turn Liverpool from I know some of us for some of us may have a little difficulty admitting this but we've seen it a few times over the years where Liverpool has maybe come down a notch as far as their appeal and a club that may have had a little harder time holding on to top level players as we've seen with well, the most recent that comes to mind is Coutinho. But I see, I think, where Klopp is getting now to a point with Liverpool where he's turning this club from what you might call a selling club into a buying club, where we keep our players, where they don't get pulled away or drawn away to a, a greater appeal or greater chance of success. And so by that sense, we keep our core of players that we need and that have done what they've done but then also be able to augment that squad, you know, to be able to push for the thing that I think really all of us at the core would really like and want the most, and that's the Premier League title. Um, so as far as there's so much speculation with players coming or who we're linked with and this and that, and it's hard to muddy through all that. But at the end of the day, if Klopp sees someone he likes, sees someone he wants and sees someone that he thinks can fit with the project that he's creating, then I'm fully behind it. Um, I'm not going to, it's, it's tough not to get drawn into the wish list of who you'd like to see come, but 
it's also easy to get disappointed and shot down if you have a wish list like that. And, you know, some of us may have wanted other players and things from last summer transfer window. And even without those coming to fruition, look what occurred this season. We've won our sixth European Cup. Um, so I'm just going to trust in, in, in the team and the board and in Jurgen Klopp in knowing what they're doing. And for me, the biggest thing is keep these players that we've got. If we augment a little bit, great. If not, this team has tasted success now. And I think that's going to drive them on significantly. Um, so, you know, I don't have a wish list of names, let's say. I really just have a wish list of keeping everyone we've got. And it looks like that's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. I think the way we've seen this team progress, it's kind of hard not to just kind of sit back and respect what they've done and have confidence that they'll continue to do it. I mean, obviously, they know what they're doing from... I mean, you just see the progress that we made over the last three, four years uh, in terms of the overall squad, the way we play, and obviously the success it eventually brings. So it's kind of like hard not to give these guys the benefit of the doubt and kind of sit back. I mean, this is probably one of the few summers, at least for me, where I can kind of sit back and be like, yeah, do, you, do your thing, because uh, they know what they're doing instead of having a wish list that you're kind of like checking every day to see if we sign that guy or not. But so hopefully... It's another thing, too, because we see it in so many other Premier League clubs where there's the, you know, success isn't, isn't coming quickly enough. So they'll make a change again. They'll change a manager or uh, make some drastic change like that because things aren't happening quickly enough. I think, if anything, we've seen that the approach of sticking with someone like Jurgen Klopp and not just because things haven't happened quickly enough in a season or two, that it's been the right approach to stick with him and the project that he's been, that he's been building. Obviously he knows what he's doing and obviously it's, it's the, it's coming to fruition now. So I feel like it's tough watching the other clubs and seeing them, you know, making snap judgments and changing managers and things like that. But obviously this has been the right approach. Yep. And looks like we're headed into like another great season. It's just like hard not to be, optimistic with this crew with the management we have and the players we have so graham thanks a lot for joining us really do appreciate it uh i think it gives a great insight to your supporter club uh a very inspiring story truly uh i can uh, the moment this podcast is over i can see people starting to search and start doing their facebook groups to follow the graham example because i really think it's an inspiring uh story for many out there thank you again for joining us uh and more success to your group in the future you're very welcome and thank you. And just the, the best thing I would say to anybody is if you're thinking about it, just do it. You'll be surprised what happens. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been another special edition of the American Scouser podcast. Uh, give us a follow and definitely join our new uh, Facebook group as well, the Liverpool FC America, uh, which has been formed by AmericanScouser.com page. So join us there to chat more and find out more about the official licensed sport clubs in your area. Thanks a lot and have a great day.